Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Film Pigs Podcast. We are the uh, only podcast on the internet that talks about movies. It's, uh, you know, we, we, we stuck out that, uh, we staked that little piece of the internet a good good decade ago. It's And no one's been doing it. It's, so. it's, it's I mean, you know, it's like when, uh, it's like when a, a big, big movie stakes out a, a release date, like mm-hmm. the three years from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Studios stay clear. Like the Marvel's Inhumans movie, which... I guess also unstaked its date. Oh, did it? <laughs> bad, bad it fell out. Bad but uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, my name is Stephen Falk. I'm the host this week. Um, to my uh, speaker r- r- set left speaker is Skelton. I am Skelton. a speaker R. And then uh, Todd is is circular. About 33, degree, 33 degrees to him, 45 degrees maybe? I have my knees jammed uh, through wrought iron These uh, numbers are important under because the desk. Uh, we're going to be releasing uh, from here on out in audio virtual reality. Yeah, and this is so you can feel like you're, you're standing in the middle of my desk mm-hmm. and, that, and that you can position the speakers uh, correctly. So if you imagine Skelton... Uh, I'm about 190 degrees of, uh, across from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So ballpark, ball, yeah. It's ballpark, ballpark. Like, yeah. yeah. And then, and then Todd and I are like the distance, like, like a, like a nice, a nice punch, like exactly a like distance, a nice punch. Yeah. You could like if Falk tried to punch me right now, I could lean back. You could lean back yeah. and then avoid the punch, yeah. assuming right. Falk doesn't move forward as he's. It's, punching. It's Which he probably pre- wouldn't because he's very old. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty standard podcast isosceles triangle situation. It really. So. Is. I was thinking about speaking of uh, not uh, not being able to move. I was thinking of the um, the uh, Petticoat Junction theme song. <clears throat> this is where we talk directly to the millennials. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lyric in there. They just said, and that's Uncle Joe. He's been moving kind of slow at the junction, Petticoat uh-huh. Junction. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all the information they gave about this character <laughs> is that he's very slow. Uncle and Joe, and it's like is that. Slow. Is that normal or is he sick? Uh, yeah, I don't or, know. <laughs> should somebody call somebody? Yeah, follow up on him. Like you might want to yeah. introduce your characters with a tiny bit more energy. Yeah, like, let's... like just like like hint to the audience that there may be some fun that be had. Rather than he's just going to be sitting there. Yeah, lay lay off the petticoats and check on Joe. Yeah, what's up with Uncle Joe, you guys? Yeah. Well, anyway, um, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna um, dive in to um, a little segment we call movie news. That is where we send out our uh, individually. We we have our own crack uh, commando unit of uh, of um, uh, it's like the A team. It is. They didn't like do the anything yeah. wrong in Vietnam. They didn't like do a My Lai massacre like. Be, BA and and face you know kill right. like a lot of children and and goats. It's not and it's not hard to find them. Like no. if you need their help, right. they're around. You, like, really you probably they, you probably don't want their they, help. They probably totally not. did it, right? I mean, it says they yeah. were accused for a crime they didn't commit. Yeah. Also, no, they've convinced themselves they didn't they, they commit the crime, or they convinced themselves they were just following orders. Yeah. I think <laughs> right. more likely. Right. But here's my question. Okay, if the A team committed a Milai massacre. Mm-hmm. Then how did they escape to the Los Angeles underground? Uh, how a, else do you escape massacres? That's yeah. a long distance. No, I'm just saying. Exactly. That's what makes it a perfect escape. Also, who, who would also, suspect? Also, what is the Los Angeles underground, and where is it? Is it a place, or is it? Uh, I think it's it's more of a it's more of a metaphoric underground. It's a metaphoric. I think yeah. I think it was like a news magazine in the '80s for alternative bands. But I guess I my, my yeah. My, my question is, how did they get from 
Well, it was a maximum security prison. Yes. Yeah. They promptly they escaped. They promptly escaped. They prom- promptly. That's the, that's the important detail, is prompt, like, as soon as they got there, they were out. Now, I've seen many episodes of the A-Team. <laughs> many, many episodes of the A-Team. Yeah. It's I never don't explained. think those four Jokers could have escaped from a maximum security anything. And in the TV show, in any episode, did they ever do anything promptly? No. And everything, the no. only way you get B.A. to do anything is poison his milk. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you can only meet with the A-team if you're willing to deal with Hannibal's crazy wannabe acting thing where he dresses up in costumes. I forgot yeah. about that. He always... There's some like random whore who will also act as a facilitator. That's only the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't know what to do with the random whore. Whore? <laughs> Why yeah, is we... she a real whore? In my mind, she was a whore. <laughs> Okay. I was 12. I was very horny. Amy Amy was uh was sort of their go between for a while, but they didn't they didn't know how to write for women in the 80s, so right. eventually she was sloughed off. They knew how to write for face, but they didn't know how to write yeah. for women. She was very much like uh 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 we, we, Diane we really there. Got Dirk Benedict nailed, but uh we don't yeah. know what to she do was like about Amy. his voice is crystalline. <laughs> she was to the A team what Shelley Long was to Cheers in that behind the scenes she didn't get along with anybody. And and felt like she wasn't. This being is treated I, I well. love how this has turned into an A team podcast. Welcome to the TV pigs. <laughs> so anyway, um, anyway, the, the movie news. Are, 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 we 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 send out our little team of reporters individually to compete for the best little slices of movie news. Yeah, and uh, and the ones that come in last are killed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're murdered. So skeleton, put your shit on the uh, put your gl- dick on the glass. All right, my, you got my dick ready for, on dick. the glass. My news dick. But first, I just want to out of uh, uh, respect for uh, Todd. I do have a piece of news, but it is Steven Seagal related, and I was thinking you might have the same piece of news. Oh, I do have Steven Seagal news. What's is it, yours? Is it a, does it involve Thailand? No. You, oh, you don't? It doesn't involve Thailand. I don't think what so. What kind of Steven Seagal news does not involve Thailand? <laughs> news All right, then I'll go. Either I'll go because I, there. I was, I was going to go to my secondary, my backup, in case we had the same no, piece. No, no, go but, for it. But yeah, it seems like you don't have the same news. Here's Here, here it is. Steven Seagal is planning a production venture in Thailand. Mm. 1990s action film star Steven Seagal has unveiled plans to launch a production company in Thailand and produce at least two movies in the country. Uh, Seagal last week visited the Parliament Building in Bangkok and held meetings with members, and this is from Variety, um, uh, visited the, Seagal visited the Parliament Building in Bangkok and held meetings with members of the National Reform Steering Assembly. The NRSA is an advisory body reporting to the National Council for Peace and Order, the official name for the military government that seized power in 2014. Wow. He, he, he has some strange bedfellows. Yeah, uh, he he did say um, that the movies will probably uh, use Thailand's Muay Thai form of martial arts, and uh, of which he will do none. Yeah, exactly. Does this he mean will serve also as an advisory board for all the action. He'll just—he's going to be a fat guy who sits behind a desk and sends like Tony Jaw out to do stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, while while um, taking money from uh, the military overlords of Thailand. Sure. Well, uh, good. That was a good piece of movie news. Todd, you is this you continuing all Steven Seagal? You know, it, interestingly enough, I mean, it's a crazy coincidence that this would happen. But my uh, bit of movie news is actually a consumer alert. <laughs> consumer alert. Consumer alert. Film picks. Consumer alert. This summer, uh, a, uh, we'll have to get a movie effect for that. Yeah, we will. is coming out on uh, DVD. 
A what? Uh, DVD? What is no, that? No, what's the first thing you said? Oh, it's a movie that's okay. coming out this on summer on the DVD. It's going directly that. to digital video disc, or you can uh, pay-per-view it, yeah. or uh, you can Blu-ray it. Um, you, you can stream it, I'm sure. Okay. But the yeah. point is, is it's coming out this summer. I will only <clears throat> stream things from here on out. And this is, it, it's, it stars the aforementioned Steven Seagal. It's called uh, Sniper Special Ops. And uh, the video, the, great title. the poster art um, uh, or marketing art, I guess it's not really a poster. What goes on the DVD box or the, the thing uh, that you stream off of, you know, they have, they have the fun pictures with the title, a little, little photo. photo. So it'll say usually Matt Damon, right? It's usually Matt Damon. His big face. Yeah. So this <laughs> is Steven Seagal's big we face. We don't know the terms for anything. No, this is Steven Seagal's big face. Charming. And it says, uh, and above the title, it says Seagal. Right. And it also says Van Damme. Uh, okay. Uh. Uh-uh. So here's I the smell thing. A twist. Here's the thing. If you look closely, yeah. Van Damme yeah. is spelled V A N space D A M, not. V A N space D A M. So it's a guy whose name, first name is Van. It's a pro wrestler. I, I've never heard of him before. Yeah. Um, it's Cheap Trick. So stay oh, away. They, they couldn't afford a Cheap stay, Trick soundtrack. <laughs> stay away. There's no Cheap Trick soundtrack. I mean, literally, it's a Cheap Trick. Oh, it has nothing to do I'm with sorry. the the music. Seagal singing "I Want You to Want Me." <laughs> so there's no Seagal Van Dam. Team up coming to uh, a streaming service near you, so stay away from it. On Wait. on on the upside, on the upside. Okay, good. Thank uh, you. Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong yeah. is exactly what you think it's it what is. The, what yeah, the, it's exactly it delivers. The, it delivers everything. Well, that's good. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, th- that was some good news. My um, my reporters were all distressed by the fact that every piece of news they could find was comic book movie related. Uh, <laughs> Except that's, they, that's unusual. They did find it interesting that Hasbro is uh, starting a writer's room for all their properties, including uh, Michael Chabon, the, the wow. Pulitzer Prize winning uh, author. Wow. Okay. We'll be you know, discussing Gem and the Holograms and Transformers and G.I. Joe. Is it, so it's just going to be a bunch of really depressed writers. So I found that, well, depressed writers, like, you know, crying into their $750,000 checks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like very rich, depressed, alcoholic writers. Yeah. So going, I don't know. How we, how do we make G.I. Joe talk to Optimus Prime? <sighs> Multi, I, wrote Ca- I wrote Cavalier and Clay. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote The Wonder Boys. Uh, so I grabbed the first piece of movie news that wasn't um, multiverse related, and that was a lot of people are comparing Beyonce's Lemonade to Terrence Malick. Now, what? wait, what? Right. So Beyonce released a hour long video album, like movies that accompany an album that she released on Tidal the other day. Yeah, they were. Don Lemon was talking about Lemonade. this on yeah. CNN. And and yeah. uh, and, uh, if, and and so and, I, honestly, I don't know why we didn't start by talking. Yeah, about and she this. hired a bunch of filmmakers to make this video. I don't know. It's about Jay Z cheating on her. Who fucking knows? But. All I know it's true that it, it. I just like the idea that a lot of tweens today are looking up who Terrence Malick is. <laughs> the star meter must be going <laughs> fucking bonkers. <laughs> and that is movie news, you guys. That's right. Yeah, this is our theme. 
theme. Now, this is a time where... Let me explain what theme means. Yeah, what's theme mean? What is theme? So, theme song? Theme song? Well, no. Theme so, park? Uh, no. So there's a... Um, Restaurant? There's a topic of conversation uh, that, that both sort of is the centerpiece of this podcast, but then mm. also has little little like 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 blows like colored dust into the other segments right highlighting sometimes counterbalancing mm. but it 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 goes throughout right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so this uh, segment blows the other segments it sucks their dicks <laughs> <laughs> yes so our theme is usually something very specific and i thought this this time we would just we would just take the pulse of the movies. We do this periodically every 18 months or so. Sure. If that anybody's qualified to do it, it's us. Yeah. What is the current state of movies, you guys? That where we are right now. I am a new father. I'm also a showrunner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I, I have a, a few other things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not really, but <laughs> let's just pretend. I'm busy. I'm a busy fella. You're very busy. I'm out. I, I haven't watched most of the screeners I got, despite being in numerous unions. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're too busy. Too busy. Yeah. Uh, I don't get to the movies that much yeah. anymore, because mm. baby. You have to pick yeah. and choose now. Yeah. Pick and choose. I know right? what you I can't mean. can't just go see Your garbage. time is important. Our time is important. So I feel a little out of it. There's some movies I miss. Yeah. Things fly by. Yep. I don't. I then don't. I make a list. But best thing I can do is make a list. Do you regret missing anything so far this year? Yeah, uh, 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 London Has Fallen yep. escaped me. I, I really actually wanted to see Hail Caesar, but I heard it was garbage. But Aww. at the time, I was excited to see it. Yeah, I very rarely get yeah, Hail Caesar's one that. Yeah, Hail Caesar's one I wanted I to remember. see, but I was also like, eh, if I catch it on you know Blu-ray or something later, that's yeah. fine. Oh, I wanted to see a little um, this indie uh, called Star Wars. I did not see that. So there, but, there's some things. There's some things I miss. So I thought I would just, even for my own uh, edification and education, check out what's going on in the movies right now. See if anything's changed. Okay. Okay. My hypothesis that it is a uh, box office and future box office ruled by multiverses and comic books and sequels. Sure. Yeah. So I, I, I looked. I, I stuck my, my, my periscope out of the water, looked around. Uh, top ten, sounds a little creepy. Yeah. Top, top ten movies right now. Uh-huh. So let's just check it out. Okay, check it out. Jungle Book. Uh, I like Jungle Book. Giant hit. That was good. It's good. I, t- I took my kid to see Jungle Book. It's very good. Favreau, my former neighbor, the guy lived right yeah. across the street. Well, I, I he, he does. He does good. Like kids' family. His stuff. kids' movies no, are not solid. Favreau, the guy who lived across the street, wrote it for me. Oh, oh, oh! Wrote the Jungle Book. Yeah, it's good. Ah, it's very credit. good. It's very I think good. I told you guys that Huntsman it's supposed to be a piece of garbage. Yeah, I've not seen Huntsman. It's not been received. Well. Uh, Barbara, I, I, I'm I'm boycotting Charlize Theron. Yeah, because she's because she complains about being, being too pretty. fucking pretty. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barbershop, which is a, a, a like sort of a re- reboot of the Barbershop franchise. That got some uh, pretty good reviews. Yeah, Kenya 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 Barris wrote it. He's a, he's a nice fella. I'm going to be partying with in with him in Toronto this weekend. Oh, fantastic! Well. What's in Toronto? Uh, a film festival that they're flying me out to go speak at. Does it have a name? Toronto Screenwriting Conference. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and Kenya is the creator of Blackish. It'd be, it'd be weird if it didn't have a name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he created Black Blackish. Wrote Barbershop, uh, Zootopia, which I saw. Mm, I you was. didn't oh, care for that. I didn't care for it. My kid liked it. I, 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 I wanted didn't to see, see that. But I uh, the Boss, the new Melissa McCarthy. Uh, movie, which um, some may claim she's turning them out too quickly. Wow, I loved Spies so Spy, much, I, I, and I, really, I was yeah, kind but did of. Did you see Tammy? 
No. Yeah. Well, oh, no, wait, and Tammy I, is no, the DNA for the boss is the same as Tammy, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. Um, uh, her, her husband. What was the one with so. Bateman? She did with Bateman. That was, uh, identity. Theory. That's, that's not Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, then we have, uh, B versus S. Uh, uh, a movie called Criminal, which I had to look up. It's Dennis Qua- it's, uh, it's Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner yeah. in a wig. Yeah, isn't it like? Doesn't he like switch bodies with? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds or something. Oh, now I remember. Yeah. That. It's like it's like father like son, but uh, with a criminal. Which is element. great. All the all the all the all the studios that were like, oh my god, we have Ryan Reynolds be bullshit in the pipeline because he sucked until Deadpool. We're gonna make so much yeah. money. No, <laughs> so like, no maybe the, maybe Deadpool will save us. It didn't. Yeah. And also, you know, a lot of the charm of that movie, you can't see him. Yeah, he's a good voice actor. Yeah, well, don't care about him. That's an interesting point. My big fat Greek wedding too, which actually has made a decent amount of money. Nothing like the the smash hit it was the first time. But but surprise, how yeah, much? it's like fifty five. Oh really? That's oh. Nia, uh, what's her name? Nia Vardalos, is that her name? Sorry, something, sure. uh, is this all she does? Is because she had the show. Has she ever done anything else? Well, I think she. I think she went on. Did she go off to be like just be a mom, don't and raise you, kids you, for you a know? while, and then she I don't came know. back? Or no, I, I thought that I, I don't was. Know. Oh, maybe she's a mom. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, um, I might be making that up. That makes um, sense. That's cool. A, movie, a Mexican comedy called Compadres. Oh yeah, I saw billboards. I saw for billboards that, for that. I, yeah. That's like in out where I live, the multiplexes always have one yeah Latino driven movie there. Uh, and then Eye in the Sky, which is a, a Helen Mirren drone drama. That's oh yeah, to be great. I wanted to see that because that was Alan Rickman's last movie, right? Oh uh, okay, I think. Yeah, so that's where we are. So um, not a lot of original in that. Um, uh, uh, the boss is original. Compadres, maybe Eye in the Sky. I don't know what Criminal is. The rest are sequels. Um, and then upcoming this year, the sort of you know big anticipated movies, right? Yeah. Um, Captain America: Civil War, obviously. Alice, right. Alice through the Looking Glass. So mm-hmm. sequel, sequel. Finding Dora, sequel. Right. Uh, Star Wars: Rogue One, sequel-ish, offshoot, Spin-off. whatever. Yeah. Uh, Independence Day two, uh, sequel. Oh, right. X Men: Apocalypse, sequel. Ghostbusters reboot, Suicide Squad, original but based on but something. But comic yeah. Doctor Strange, based on something comic booky. Star yeah, Trek Beyond time. sequel mm-hmm. franchise reboot. All of, it has all of them uh, covered. <laughs> yes, yeah. Sequel. Jason Bourne <laughs> sequel <laughs> reboot. Yeah. Uh, uh, Secret Lives of Pets original, as far as I know, uh, animated obviously. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them spin off. Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. old, the Harry old Potter Harry franchise. Potter, yeah. uh, Neighbors Two sequel, obviously. The BFG, which is a Roald Dahl, uh, Steven Spielberg. Um, right, right. Mo- yeah, nobody's movie. talking about that I movie. didn't even know about it until I did this research. Yeah, um, nobody's weird. talking about it. And there's a goddamn remake. I'm sorry if I'm stepping on you and going to bring this up, but there's a remake of Ben-Hur coming out? Yeah. I this saw, year? This yeah, year? I saw, the ad, Wait, I saw the ad last night. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. It's got to be terrible. Oh, it looks terrible. Uh, we have Jack Reacher two. Oh, oh, good. Uh, uh, Jack uh, Reacher two. Did uh, I thought it, that I movie know, tanked? I know. Uh, a movie called Passenger. Which I think is... I think it did okay, like in post uh, 
What oh, the, the, like, the, the, the video DVD market video or whatever. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence a movie called Passenger, which may be original. I don't even know. It's time travel Oh no, I, I that's that's book. with is it Chris Pratt? I think it's right. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah, I think it is an original sci-fi story. Okay, and Assassin's Creed, which is a video video game, game with Fastbender. So Fast upcoming Bender only and, and his, isn't and, there and also like a Warcraft game? Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, isn't Warcraft too? Yeah, that, out this yeah year I too, just I didn't give a shit. So the only only upcoming movies of like the twenty five. <laughs> or 20 movies coming out this year that, that are, are, are 100 million dollar comic books that movies. are notable is uh, the the animated movie Secret Lives of Pets maybe Passenger yeah um, so in other words you can no longer have good ideas so what I found interesting so no longer in other words uh, you know I had my assumption I looked out the window or the periscope or whatever and it was actually worse than I thought than I than it was previously because now there's not even like star vehicles anymore. Yeah, stars also have to be in multiverses and, fr- yeah, and, r- yeah. and franchises. And obviously, sequels start with some. There was a movie at one time, but less and less, less and less. Yeah, you know, um, they would rather reboot a dying franchise with new actors than try something. Unknown. Um, this is why the only movie I'm excited to go see right now that I actually want to figure out how, you know, get a babysitter and take the wife out to see it is The Green Room. Oh, yeah. Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, what, what's, re- what's re- we'll, we'll talk about indie movies. What's remarkable about this is that the only, that, that the only uh, star vehicle really is the boss. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's a well, good for uh, Melissa McCarthy for being the only star worthy of vehicles anymore. At the same time, how long is that going to last? Is she going to go the way of uh, of, of uh, my wife? Uh, you know, if she keeps turning out things of right. the same caliber yeah. as Brothers Sasha, Grimsby, uh, yeah, right, exactly. Um, because he's one of the only few I could think who could re- who now routinely gets movies out. Kevin Hart is one. Yeah, um, yeah. But oh, also yeah, his are tanking. I mean, Ride Along was people liked, I guess, but no one liked he's the got Wedding that, Ringer. He's got that one with The Rock coming out. Yeah, and well, then they're they're then gonna be like a team. They're an upcoming team. Oh right, that's at the the like this the secret agent. Yeah. Show yeah. So um, uh, consider this quote from the head of Fox, which I found incredibly illuminating and fucking horrifying and. Uh, Stacy Snyder um, said, "What makes movies uniquely cinematic is really compelling intellectual property." What? I thought it was. The, Let me say that the again. Cinematic part of it is what made them cinematic. What makes movies uniquely cinematic? Okay, okay. That, I already had. Yeah, wait let's, a second. Yeah, let's the, break this down for a second. It, movies are necessarily what, cinematic what, because what, they're movies and makes, they're right. in the cinema. What makes right? movies uniquely cinematic is really compelling IP. Not not the fact that the pictures Meaning, are moving. So let's forget the <laughs> let's, well no, forget the first part. Let's forget the, let's forgive her the first part. Let's say what makes compelling movies. Okay. Let's just yeah. say she's saying yeah. that. Okay. What makes compelling movies? I mean, you can let her off the hook. I'm not. <laughs> that's not the part I'm focused on. Just right. fo- well, that's because you're your own man, Todd. <laughs> what makes movies compelling as an mm. art form is intellectually intellectual property. 
is that you already know what it's going to be, so you want to see it already. Right. It's it's uh, comfort compelling food. intellectual property. That is the most insane justification for this the where the where this business yeah, is gone. Yeah, for just doing nothing but comic book movies and shared universes. The, the whole thing <sighs> just sounds like a jumble of corporate bullshit. Well, words. if she had said if she had said the move the kind of movies we can make now yeah. with um with international box box office being so important and with multinational conglomerates owning us are movies that will play anywhere. Yeah. That yeah, and that, that and it makes sense like from that perspective that you know the like the you know comic book or you know big action adventure spectacle movies are is what are what's playing well and especially now that Hollywood is drawing more of its income overseas rather than domestically. Yeah. You know, that, that that script has flipped in the last, what, 10, 10 yeah. years yeah. or so? It's now, you know, it used to be foreign money was like, eh, that's the icing on the cake, and we really make our bones domestically, and now it's... <sighs> It's it's all about it's all about the because that's actually one of the other pieces of movie news was the guy uh, shit uh, I can't remember his name now I could look at my notes but I won't um, the the screenwriter for Doctor Strange was saying of uh, the casting of Tilda Swinton was it's just like there's no good choice in casting this particular character in the comic book the ancient one because of in, I'm paraphrasing him I'm making I think a a more clear case than, than he made, but uh, because of the international concerns, because the Ancient One character in the, ancient one, the Doctor Strange comic book, right, right. the Ancient One character is a Tibetan. <clears throat> ah. mm-hmm. China is oh, a huge Tibet. investor right. and a a major, major money maker for Hollywood in terms of viewership right. now. Right. And they, you know, they have a very contentious relationship with Tibet because they consider Tibet part of China. Sure. Tibet says no, we're not. So he's saying like, okay, so if we say if we explicitly say the character is Tibetan, that's gonna be a problem. If we cast a Tibetan actor, that's gonna be a problem for China. Not no one else is gonna care, but chi- which is a huge chunk of money. Right, right, right. If we cast a Chinese actor, right. that's going to be a problem for Tibet. Well, the rest of the like the rest of the world. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and so and so then so they so then we figure okay, let's get somebody who's can do this really interesting ethereal character uh, and bring something to it, and you know, and then you know we go with you know Tilda Swinton, and then it's like, well, it's a white person, and so it's like there's no there's no way to. What do you want? Put me this to do? character yeah. in the movie, in a Doctor Strange movie, and the character is crucial right. to the story. Mm-hmm. So there's no way you can just get rid of the character and replace it easily. Uh, so I'm exhausted. Yeah, and so that's kind of. But that's. I'm, that's gonna, I'm gonna read this one more time. What makes movies <laughs> uni- uniquely cinematic is really compelling IP. Stacy Snyder, you dumb piece of shit. I, I think what uh, what she's saying though, it's code for. It's what makes what what movies that make money now are things that most people in the world won't object to too much. Well, no, she's saying she's saying for us to make a movie, it has to be a known quantity. Yeah, it must have intellectual real estate already. And then she's going, but wait, I'm supposed to, I I I wanted to make good movies. Well, 
I'll just fucking throw two different <laughs> arguments together. <laughs> what makes movies uniquely cinematic, which is stupid anyway, is really great cinematography and a compelling story. No, she's just saying intellectual property. You piece of fucking dummy. Okay. That's like by, by, by that by that standard, like a like a like a case of coke would make a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think they haven't tried. <laughs> Legos are toys. They're yeah. movies now. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys ever saw the- Mac and Me, but. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, here's my question: uh, Am I reading the 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 current temperature correctly? Has the multiverse mania started to sputter out, or is it just deepened in importance to the studio? I, I think I think like if we're talking about like the big like the Marvel, multiverse, I'm Marvel everyone else is trying to build on. Everyone them. has their writers' rooms now. Mul- yeah. Marvel has their writers' room. Uh, Universal has their monster yeah. room. Yeah. Hasbro has their room, whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, I think I think um, it's I think we're hitting the apex of it, and I think we the, keep saying that. Though. No, but I think what the big tell is here, here. Here's here's what I think the watershed moment is going to be, is the next two those next two big Avengers movies that are like the cap on the big overall phases of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Where they're playing out their mythology yeah. before they have to reboot well, because, themselves because, again. Yeah, exactly. Because they've and recast and all that shit. Because they Marvel's been in its shared universe nonsense. They've been seeding stuff in all these movies for the last like seven years that they're going to be paying. In theory, they're going to be paying off in the next two Avengers movies, mm-hmm. and then that kind of caps off everything they've been doing with their shared universe and then they have to figure out some new giant arc to go off on which which then will in, in, in you know include probably some recastings and re- right. refreshing and rebooting so i think that if we get to the end of that i mean i think we got a good 5 years Jesus of this before people really start to get tired of it because also think about it i mean think about what a shit show our everyday lives are and and, and politics and the economy and all this bullshit and the day-to-day stuff that you don't want to think about this is why a, a partial reason why people are responding i think really well to these big spectacle comic book movies because it's a huge right. escape right and I think we're escaping too much sometimes. Oh yeah, there's no question of that. But uh, like when, when when you're taking these multiverses like, seriously yeah. and you know more about the multiverse than you do about your own government, you, uh, I don't know. That depresses me a little bit. I mean, I love an escapist movie. Yeah. But I also, when I go to a movie, I want to go. I don't want to have to know all the shit surrounding it to understand and appreciate it. I. Uh, I uh, ju- I just want to uh, one you just story. You want to see one good story. I want to see yeah, one yeah. story. That's actually you want to talk about what makes uh, cinema special. I I'm not going to word it as well as that Fox executive <laughs> lady, but what what does make it special and and why I continue to like the medium of movies more than television, even though you know we're living in this golden age of television, is just that. It's that you go. And for 90 minutes to two hours, mm-hmm. hopefully, a lot of times two and a half and three now, but it's it's a finite amount of time and it should be a finite story, you know? Yeah. The, the, the true escapist element of a movie is that there's a beginning, middle, yeah. and an end. There's like a conclusion. And all this like nonsense of ha- having to know um, this, that, and the other thing to, to have the story fully make sense, 
You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. It's like uh, what Matt Champagne on our show, uh, our web series show, was talking about with the Star Wars universe and not understanding where the stormtrooper, all these stormtroopers are coming from. Right. You know, what does it mean that they rose from the ashes? And then people telling him, well, you don't understand. There's all this. this, this, It's like, no, but I don't go to a movie to see, like, to peek into a window of a multiverse. I just want to be told a fucking story. And then I'm going to go home and go, I'll go, go to bed. Well, yeah. I, um, <laughs> it's disheartening. Um, is there any other stories? Um, what, like, what has happened to the movie stars? I don't know. They're all doing fucking commercials, which is why I'm not getting any goddamn yeah. commercials. I'll tell you that uh, right now. That's not exactly my question. Well, but, but no, but, but I think it's, 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 but part, I'm serious. <laughs> in, in, in part a result of studios turning huge focuses onto these kind of large scale shared universe projects where it's more important to build out all of these, you know, different properties. And then you worry about who to put in it. The iconic characters. You don't, you don't don't go, you don't go, Oh, Hey, you know, let's find this, this great actor that we think is really right. and charming and build a shared universe around them. Right. You know, that happened to Robert Downey Jr. By a fucking accident. That was just, Kismet. That was luck out of the lightning from the sky that he just happened to be the guy that kickstarted Marvel right. and kickstarted all that stuff. And, and I mean, not luck in the sense that his performance wasn't good. He was really charming and great. That's what made it work. Right. If he hadn't been that great and charming, none of this, none of the shared universe shit would have been happening. Well, and the rest but of the just actors, the fact that he got yeah. that he got cast, especially at the time, because he wasn't a big star. No, he was, uh, he was he, da- was, like he his, was he was like almost a, this down is, he and was out. He was third yeah. chance Charlie, basically, at that point. And now he's he was like a the huge biggest risk. movie star yeah. on Earth. Right. And uh, yeah. so, but, they, so they didn't go with a star. Right. But the, I, I think it, I think they went what you're they basically, correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're, what you're basically saying is the iconic characters... Uh, of these intellectual properties have mm-hmm. become more important than That's the iconic yeah. faces. Yeah. 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 Then, then, the, then, the, then the performer. Which is, you know, this is just... A, a, they, they, they work out the structure of, right. of their, of, of, of their you know, well, release plan. Because they're in a plan. fucking suit for yeah. most of the movie. Well, the star yeah. system yeah. really is dissolving, which I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, but, I mean, already we saw... Um, uh, you know, movie stars switching to TV. More and more of them were doing TV, mm-hmm. right? Well, there's um, more. There's more compelling work for actors in television now than in film. well. And now they got to make their real money uh, making commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or getting a fucking superhero. Like you got to get a superhero. Yeah. You got to get a gotta superhero. Get, yeah. yeah, you guys, you got to get a superhero. Yeah. You learn one thing from this podcast is you got to get a superhero. Um, it, uh, what what will it take for this to change? But uh, the the only people who can change this are the audiences. Yeah. It's and a, if, it's if the, the it's audiences burnout. stop going, yeah. then the studios will be fucked because they'll have so much money sunk think, into future projects. Yeah. I mean, that, I think I think where the big surprise here is how long this big shared universe concept, big comic booky spectacle kind of movies have the staying power they've it's had. It's crazy. And I mean, and a lot of it. I mean, most of it is. Due to Marvel, because I mean, whether you like them or not, Marvel does produce a consistent product. Their movies have been consistently, at least, entertaining. There's, they don't really except for that Fantastic not, not, Four movie. Yeah, they're but. not. But that's Fox. That wasn't Marvel. 
Oh, right, right. So they're, I mean, they're not Pixar, but they're consistent. So you know what you're getting. Right. And they have, they haven't, well, and they, they and haven't they, turned on a they huge seem to take, bomb. They yet. seem to take some risks on casting and on directors. Yeah, the tone, Russo brothers. And, yeah, exactly. Came from like TV. They were doing community yeah. and arrested development. I know they made a, a leap somewhere in there, but um, really quick, uh, um, wanted to talk quickly to about indie. Um, stuff um uh uh oh there 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 is one story that i think is interesting um is the leap of indie directors to getting then big studio movies yeah. off of indie movies like Colin Trevorrow yeah, with off, often just off one Jurassic movie, Park yeah. or um or the or Trank the guy off Chronicle right, did too, the FF Fantastic reboot Four, yeah mm-hmm. or my director uh, Jordan Ross uh, Jordan Vote Roberts did uh uh, King Kings of Summer, and now is doing Skull Island. Oh, um, wow. yeah, giant movie, giant massive movie. Um, that is an interesting uh, story. I think I don't know um, if it's that interesting to talk about, but I think that um, yeah, I wonder why that is. Well, I mean, it, 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 yeah. it, I mean, these guys, granted, have street cred because they make these good to great indie movies, but why that? Trans- why the studio doesn't want just like more of their hired gun type? Maybe, maybe like because a- they think they're going to bring a certain amount of artistry and freshness and sure and, and, and youthful cred. That's true, but I feel like the the risk that the studio is taking with indie guys is that they're they're going to be more resistant to uh, formulaic choices. But I think there's going to be a risk. Mm. There's a risk even for a lot of the hired guns because they've had a lot of flops. You know. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's why even uh, it doesn't seem like a risk, but giving Kenneth Branagh the keys to Thor seems like a, just a weird choice. You know, yeah. it doesn't seem yeah. like, and that's not a safe bet. I would say, right? Like, what the fuck am I going to get? How am I going to convince this guy to stay on message? You know, right? Um, he's you know been directing since he was what twenty four or twenty five. Yeah. King with Henry V. So yeah. and 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 with and with wildly uh, yeah. varied success. I mean, I, I think I think the the Trank nonsense is probably going to make the, them pull the reins even tighter on these guys. Yeah. And it'll be interesting. I'm having drinks with Jordan next week, so I'll, I'll see what. Well, yeah, I think and it's interesting because been. Trank's a young young guy, and Trevor Roro is an older guy. Right. Um, so I think you know the success of Jurassic World, which I don't understand, but I accept. Uh, I'm glad you made peace with it. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me because it's like it's a pretty much like I mean for me it's a pretty much by the numbers pretty dull movie, but it was a huge hit. It's got dinosaurs in it. Dinosaurs and, and it was, it, but it was consistent. So yeah, you know. So I, I think you know to uh, in that respect, I think possibly Trevor Rose. Um, being an older guy, been around a little longer, maybe a little more mature, was able to navigate this giant studio monster better than Trank, who, yeah. by all accounts, had a huge meltdown. The only the only other sort of story I, I, I saw aside from this is is diversity. There's been sort of a mad push that I'm surprised has stayed as resilient. Um, which is the push for you know women and minority in front of the cameras yeah. and um, and equal pay for women sort of lumping those together, mm-hmm. um, but I think those are are welcome changes. But I'm incredibly dubious if they're actually going to 
um, follow through on any of them. And oh yeah, no, that's yeah. It's it's kind of. It, I hate to be cynical, but it just because it's such a hot thing right now, and yeah. there's the elections. It's like they're obligated to say, "Oh yeah, we're doing everything to fix it." I mean, but, like really. Yeah. I'll tell you one interesting thing that I've observed. Um, <clears throat> FX. Um, so the so uh, the DGA or, or some group came out with a report card of um, minority and female hires on TV shows yeah. directing. <laughs> FX ranked pretty low. They have done a giant internal push where John Langraff has reached out to his showrunners, including me. Will you hire more women and minorities? What can we do to help you meet these people? Um, we will pay extra to have anyone you're not sure has the experience to like shadow a, a show for a week. We will, you know, and it's been working. I, huh. I hired, um, um, you know, they were the, I'm, I'm hiring a, a woman to do half of the episodes this season. Um, more than half actually, uh, to get, they want to get their numbers up. Yeah. And is there any real, like, is there going to be a boycott? Is there, Maybe, not really. Is Rupert Murdoch going to yell at John Langraff for not upping the numbers? I don't know. But for some reason, it is the, the shining the spotlight on it is sometimes enough to make the needle move a little bit. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, it's it, it's a, you know, I mean, for for all its, uh, uh, you know, liberal pretensions you know behind the scenes hollywood is very conservative and how right. it operates so and it's always been an old white boys club yeah. and that takes that you got to keep just chipping away is there anyone but is there any black filmmaker aside from um the uh, from creed Co- guy Coogler. um Coogler, who would be given a big um superhero movie right yeah. now who yeah Should no no so no i'm agreeing like i that's that's in Hollywood. Gary Gray would, yeah, maybe, probably, maybe, yeah. But I think so. After Straight Outta Compton, and he's yeah. made some big action movies. Sure, well, but they, and, they, and some small uh, ones. And they, well, they yeah. they uh, they originally approached uh, Ava DuVernay for Black Panther, right? Before uh, Coogler. Yeah, right. But she, yeah, turned, she turned it down. She could yeah. she could get the nod, but there's really there's maybe four or five. Yeah, they could legit do that. I think. Probably, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Twelve Years a Slave guy could could get one mm-hmm. if he wanted it. Steve um, McQueen. Uh, McQueen. Um, yeah, it's also a question of if, if you maybe really the Birth want of a one. Nation guy yeah. who just sold his movie for twenty million dollars could, but mm-hmm. but yeah, and that's and that's and but it's also that's the kind of the case of it's like oh, and how many. Black directors are working a lot right. and are really well known, and it's like and, oh and yeah, the same names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> at so, the, and, and and that brings us back to the yeah. Hollywood problem. At the at the risk of sounding like a misogynist, racist person, I I just worried about that now. I really hope. I really hope that Vernon yeah, Barbara is not played by a uh, black actress this year. Your character on my <laughs> character. I hope it's you know as Actually, much I think as it's, that's a great idea. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it. Could it. Really, it could really just refresh the whole storyline. Um, you know, an equal pay for women. I think they're being shamed a little bit, and maybe that'll change. We'll see. Um, really quick, talk about indie movies. Uh, here's what's out right now that people are watching: Green Room. You talked about that. The Link Letter, um, spiritual sequel to Days of Confused. Everyone wants some. Everybody wants them. 
Miles Ahead, Don Cheadle's little Miles Davis oh, yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. People like Vaxxed, a documentary about lininking uh vaccinations to um autism I'm calling that a documentary well that, that's the generous yeah, Robert that's de Niro the... was shamed into pulling yeah. from Tribeca mm-hmm. hello my name is Doris uh, Elvis and Nixon hologram for the king uh the meddler which is a Susan Sarandon movie and sing Street which is a, the once guy um What's the story there? Nothing really. I think I think what interests me about the indie film world right now is the new money from Netflix and Amazon yeah. and how they're changing yeah. the way um, the way movies are bought at film festivals and and the, the type of money that are being that's being paid. Um, and I think it's a positive thing. Yeah. No. No. That's and and you know. But then we're also going to start seeing the movies in a different way because it's coming through Netflix. You're not necessarily. Well, it may or may not be getting a theatrical release, and then and they will have successes uh, and failures. Like I mean, like uh, a Beast of No Nation. Uh, uh, right. I, that was a very compelling movie, very difficult movie. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the Crouching Tiger sequel. Uh. But Netflix has also not been. They've not been as committed to theatrical distribution in the same way or with the same windows as Amazon has. Yeah, yeah. Um, Or at least Amazon has pledged to. But there were, you know, there's a lot of big money paid by those companies at the film festivals this year, and I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. Well, Um, it's 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 how it's you know it's how the technology is changing the marketplace and. It's going to start. Yeah, the multi-platform thing. Displacing a lot of old studios that refuse to change. and I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I like the multi- content creators. Like- yeah, I like the multi-platform thing mostly for myself because a, a lot of these indie horror movies that I like to see, like I watched The, the Invitation the other day. Um, How? It was, uh, it's on video on demand. And he demanded it. And I demanded that they put it on the TV. So they did. And I watched it. Uh, it's overrated, but whatever. I was at home. I didn't drag my ass <laughs> out to an art house to see it. Um, the uh, also the other thing I, I think is is interesting is there there are more and more companies building sort of um, new movie theaters for the high end customers that a lot of them cater to yeah. indie movies. Um, like your Alamo Draft Houses or Regional oh yeah from Austin and that Brian Cranston theater just shut down in Palm Springs. What? what was that? He had like a fancy movie theater, I think, in Palm Springs with some guys at the local, like Cinemark Mac or whatever, shut them out finally, and they ran out of money. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, mm. You know your Sundances. He your... was like like simultaneously the big guy and the little guy in that story. <laughs> Interesting. Um, uh, also, the the streaming and VOD increasingly important, multi platform, day and date, blah blah blah, and also I think in indie film. Uh, TV stealing eyeballs, and we talked about that a uh-huh. little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's definitely well. That's also kind of like, and maybe this is a whole. This is probably a subject for a whole other podcast. But uh, like, just the implications of because of like streaming companies now becoming more major players in uh, the film world. Just this convergence between film and television, and what is that going to mean in the future? Like what is a film and what is a TV show sure. and you know what what do we how is that kind of uh, kind of what, what's what's the landscape of what's T because TV and film used to be sure, very very yeah. separate things the mm-hmm. movies were in a theater you had to go to them and sit down and watch them and the TV you sat at home and watch it and they have very different formats and very different uh, ways that they would tell their stories but that's 
really merging now. Yeah. Um, not only in, you know, stylistic elements and storytelling, uh, you know, tools, but also just in the technology, the way you consume it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, Remind me uh, to make that a subject for another podcast. But, okay. but you know, and uh, really just the last point on that interesting sort of um, uh, uh, illustration of that is the FX series Fargo. Um, yes. A lot of, some of the episodes were longer than the movie or as long as the movie that mm. the series is based on. It has a lot of movie stars in it. Mm-hmm. People who who are regularly in movies, very cinematic, very cinematic. Yeah. So then, if you could watch because of his intellectual property, if you could watch a ninety-eight <laughs> minute episode of Fargo at home, yeah. or go to a movie and pay, you know, forty-five dollars to see Marky Mark yell at a couple of robots. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway, um, so you, we already made our predictions. I think that's. I think that's it. Let's let's put the theme to bed. Thank you, theme. Good night, theme. Uh, that fantastic militaristic theme by Adam Blau signifies that it's time for a very important segment, perhaps the most important segment of our podcast. This is movie jail. This is where we put. Thank oh, you. You all right there? This is where we put. Is uh, that the prosecutor? The prosecuting attorney is having. He's he's having the, the he's having the jinxes. <laughs> this is where we put a film professional uh, on trial. For, Don't put on the glove. For crimes against uh, against cinema, where uh, if Judge Falk uh, this week finds him guilty, they are remanded to. Any, any, any one of the multi tentacled arms of the Robert De Niro federal penitentiary system, <laughs> mm. uh, which includes everything from from swift death row guillotine uh, all the way to um, guillotine. We have death. Our death is by guillotine. <laughs> sure. We're, we're like we're the French. <laughs> all the way to um, French. All the way to uh, uh, you know like house arrest. Um, anything in between, including angry dog dog yard. <laughs> uh, minimum. Dog yard. We have uh, we have uh, uh, th- th- there's all sorts of stuff. Um, pigs org. Yeah. Yeah. The pigs org. The boat. Floating penal colony. <laughs> so um, yeah, we have the uh, the 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 Stallone Schwarzenegger uh, futuristic uh, uh, prison that no one could get out of. Because it's all made out of like glass titanium glass. <laughs> so anyway, floating cells. So, um, uh, prosecuting attorney, uh, please approach the bench. Uh, prosecutor I'm Skelton. the bench. Mm-hmm. Your Honor, I have three items of business for the court. Three? I have three. Um, first, the people request the court issue a formal warning to Charlize Theron for complaining about how hard it is to be pretty. To quote, jobs with real gravitas go to people that are physically right for them. And that's the end of the story. How many roles are out there for the gorgeous fucking gown-wearing eight-foot model? When meaty roles come through, I've been in the room, and pretty people Mm -hmm. get turned away first. Being a rich international movie star, this type of comment makes Mr. Ron seem immensely clueless and silly. However, we feel only a warning from the court is warranted at this time, as the prosecution really, really loved Mad Max Fury Road and saw it in the theater twice. Please read the first part again. Uh, There's a quote. The quote. Quote. I'm quoting. Jobs with real gravitas go to the people that are physically right for them. And that's the end of the story. End of the story. Okay. 
Okay. What? She's forgetting about the fact that she starred in a movie called Monster. Yeah. Anyway, okay, go ahead. She's, What's the second part? Uh, how many roles are out there for the gorgeous fucking gown-wearing eight-foot model? When meaty roles come through, I've been in the room, and pretty people get turned away first. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know what? Slap it at fucking bracelet on her. If she says any shit like that again, All right. she's That's fucking fair. hauling her off. That's fair. Uh, Dumb fucking bitch. Second, <laughs> seems inappropriate for a judge. So, to <laughs> so inappropriate. But I'm one of those but, rebel judges. Right. I'm a loose cannon. It's like Judge Judy. Gonna, I'm like... <laughs> judge Falky. Yeah. All right, second piece of business for the court, Your Honor. Zack Snyder has been in our maximum security wing since 2011. Wait, how do you make uh, this move? This last movie? Yeah, yet somehow he managed to escape to make Batman v <laughs> Superman. Considering this, the prosecution requests that Mr. Snyder be resentenced to death <laughs> and moved to death row before he can make the Justice League movie. We should also probably have the prison checked for secret escape tunnels. Uh, El Chapo-like. <laughs> um, uh, so so granted is death. Death. <laughs> I just put Jack Snyder to death I'm going to sleep really fucking well yeah. and this is only the second of three by guillotine wow there are, Your Honor, our third and last piece of business for the court this session. Uh, this is an unusual case I bring before the court, mostly because I'm not exactly sure who I'm prosecuting. And I only have one piece of evidence to present. It's a motion picture we've mentioned before in this podcast, the Huntsman, Winter's War. Mm. Now, this movie is a sequel or a prequel, sort of, to the 2012 film Snow White and the Huntsman. Except Winter's War has no Snow White in it because the director of the first film, Rupert Sanders, cheated on his wife with Kristen Stewart, Snow White, and it all blew up very publicly. However, the first movie did decent business, like uh, almost $400 million on like a 170 budget, uh, so there was no way Universal, Universal was going to move on from this. So the studio thought the best thing to do was greenlight a sequel without Snow White in it. Winter's War wow. is bombing dra- domestically and has yet to recover its costs globally. And unlike the first movie, it's getting poor notices across the board, about 16% as of this uh, taping on Rotten Tomatoes wow. versus the 48%. For Snow White, and some estimate, uh, some estimates project it, Winter's War is going to lose between thirty and forty million. Jesus, there must be a crime here, and someone must have done it. Was it Rupert Sanders and Kristen Stewart for behaving unprofessionally? Cedric Nicholas Troyan, the Winter's War director, who replaced Sanders on a hundred million dollar plus budget movie with zero feature directing credits, only a couple of second unit credits. And he's a visual uh, effects guy or a, a, a visual guy. The Writers, uh, Craig Mason and Evans uh, Spilatopoulos. Evans, Mason, Evans written a, a lot of Kids Fair and The Rock's guy. Hercules movie. Craig writes mostly comedies, but the prosecution thinks he should get a free pass solely on the strength of his tweets about how much he hates Ted Cruz. Uh, is it Chris Hemsworth's fault? I'm just kidding. He's too beautiful to, to be at yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding, guys. Is it Universal's business and legal departments for likely setting all of this up as a giant write-off? Is it the fault of the Universal executives for thinking any of this was a good idea? I don't know. The prosecution rests, Your Honor, because it is extremely confused. <laughs> um, I would rule that the Universal executives... Must be forced to... Now, it's not a bad piece of business. But for hiring that director, 
for allowing a silly little affair to um, get rid of their star and director. Um, for pretty much the whole, uh, for hiring Craig Mazin, just kidding. Um, <laughs> the Universal Executive should be forced for an hour a day for a month to pick trash on the side of the 134 in full view of the Universal Executive building <laughs> from which they work <laughs> uh, as penance for this movie. That seems uh, fair. It is so ordered. And, and just. See you later, Huntsman executives, you Whew. dummies. Yeah, that was a rough one. That was There was a Wait. lot in the... That was like Night Court, how there was all those quick cases. What's that? You were like Dan Field. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is that? I don't know what that was. Scary. <laughs> oh, whoa, God. Whoa, whoa, there it is again, there it is again. It's getting worse. Hey, oh, guys, my gosh, what is, is it this? getting closer? It's oh. a van. What that is it? Is, that's good old Nick Cage. Ah, uh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Uh, that 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 little montage of of, of sound clips uh, signifies it's time for the Nick Cage Memorial Bazaar line reading. This is where one of our film pigs, this time Todd, puts forth a line reading from a from a feature film, motion picture, mm. to uh, they 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 can stand along the canon of. Bizarre line reading master Nick Cage's finest work. Mm. Uh, oh, Todd, what do you have for us? Uh, character actor Donald Moffat has uh, appeared in this segment before when in the thing he said he did not want to spend the rest of the winter tied to a fucking couch. <laughs> Here he is in one of these uh, Jack Ryan movies with uh, one of those tools who played Jack Ryan. Um, here it is. Which tool? You'll know. You're upset. I'm upset. Well, it's understandable. You mind if I give you a bit of advice? Of course, you know this because you're a smart guy. You should never make important decisions while you're upset. You did. And American soldiers and innocent civilians are dead because of it. I never ordered no, any... don't even think about playing that game with me. I will not let you dishonor their memories by pretending you had nothing to do with it. How dare you come in here and lecture me? How dare you, sir? How dare you come into this office and bark at me like some little junkyard dog? I am the President of the United States. There you go. Wow. There you go. Junkyard dog. Yeah, everybody oh, remembers no, Harrison Ford saying, how dare you, sir? But that line wouldn't <laughs> have mattered without Moffat. <laughs> Which one was that? Patriot Games? That was Clear and clear present, present Danger. 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 Moffat. time for a game you guys <laughs> it's time for a game now since this uh this is really sort of a self-referential little meta movies about movies uh theme we're gonna do a, a little trivia game it's called about movies about movies about movies about movies about movies about this movies. is <laughs> a trivia contest about movies about movies so, so it's about movies about movies. This is about movies about movies. There's 20 questions. And they're they all about movies about movies. About you movies. Will, you, will, about uh, movies. <laughs> you will take turns trying to identify the movie about movies. Okay. I will give you in ascending order of 
popularity or knowability. What? So it'll get more obscure as it goes along? No, ascending. Oh, ascending. Okay. All movies uh, have compelling intellectual property. Yes, they all have compelling IP. They're very cinematic. I love IP. So here we go. So, for instance, I will, let's say we're doing Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yes. I would say Doc. And then I might say Sneezy. And you go, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Right. It's a movie about a movie. Okay. How's that a movie about a movie? Shut up. And you would get, I'm not burning one of my actual movies. Ah. Just using an example. So, if you get it after one actor, Mm -hmm. you get five points. If you get it after two actors, you get four points. After three, you get uh, three points. points. Uh, Two, two, you get two points. One, you get one point. If at any point you ask for a clue, you just like clue, Mm -hmm. give me a description of the movie, or just something, Mm -hmm. uh, you can only get one point maximum. I see. So you're going to give us a list of actors. Yes. And after each actor, we, but guess, we have, the, have to guess the movie. But at any point, we can say, just give me the synopsis. But then you go back down to one. And you, you regardless, you get one, one point. Okay. So it's, okay. if you think you're totally screwed and you're not going to get any points, get your clue. Get your Basically, synopsis. if you get to two points, you might as well get your clue. If, All you, right. if you're not confident. So, okay. So Unless these movies. The last one will give it to right. you anyway. And just to clarify, so these are. Movies about movies. <laughs> no, there's not going to be any Snow White in here. <laughs> okay. So, or is there? <laughs> yeah. No, there won't be. No, there's no. no, there won't be. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip my I'm gonna flip my 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 uh, lip balm. Okay. Right. Oh. Heads or tails? All right, uh, Scott, you pick. Tails. It's tails. I feel like that was weighted wrong. Did you do you look at it? Do you see? Well, how do you know? Let's what? See. Well, no, I just mean that. No, that oh, it's tails again. <laughs> yeah, because the lid is. One side is heavy, oh, right. yeah. Okay. So, all right, that was bullshit. We'll... <laughs> all right, go one, two, and then on the three, throw one finger or two. Okay. And you pick uh, odds or even. Oh, uh, odds. Okay, one, two, three. Damn it! All right, Todd, uh, you go right. first. Go no, first. best two out of three. All right, Todd. <laughs> wait, why did he get to pick first? Though we should have figured out who. We what? should have Todd. Yeah, wait. Who Todd, should... shut, Todd, shut up. You're being annoying already. <laughs> Number one, Jane Lynch. Um, movies about movies. Uh, for your consideration. Five points. Holy shit! Nice. Very good. Thank you. Uh, 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 uh. Richard Kind, Ed Begley Jr., Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara. See, they become more pertinent to the movie, yeah. more identifiable. Yes, that makes sense. Number two. Wait, Ma- is that me or him? You. Okay. You're after... Jeez. Yeah, but it's my number one. What? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna... We should go on Jeopardy together. <laughs> Wait a sec. You should go on Annoying Jeopardy. M- M- Mr. Mr. Trebet. <laughs> Wait okay. a sec. Matt Walsh, friend of show. Give me the next one. Mia Farrow. Give me another one. Danny Glover. Oh, I didn't mention there are steals here. If you get it wrong. Oh, so if he gets... If I guess wrong. Yeah. I see. You'll start from his place. I'm totally blanking. Give Give me the clue. The clue? Give me the clue. 
uh, uh, two buddies uh, recreate movies uh, at a movie store. Oh, shit. The, uh, please be kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. Or be kind, yeah. rewind. All right, one point. Most F, Jack Black. Yeah, I never saw that. So that oh, wow. Hence I, my confusion. Yeah, I was racking my brain. Okay, Todd. Yeah. Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next. Fat guy from Head of the Class. Terry Hatcher. Fat guy from Head of the Class. Terry Hatcher. I don't know. Go. Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who's next? Michael McKean. Oh, uh, uh, the big picture. Yep, two points. Mm. And then uh, Kevin Bacon was last. Mm. All right, Skelton. Yeah, Tina Turner. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome is not about movies. I know. I wish it was. Give me another. Give me the next actor. Ian McKellen. Fuck. It's not an X Men movie. No. It's not Mad Max. It's not X Men. Give me. Give me another actor. Tom Noonan. Oh my God. It's it's not a serial killing movie. No. Or, give me the synopsis. A clue. Uh, most famous action hero in the world is uh, sucked into. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, this is. Oh, God. Um, I can't think of the Bruce Willis movie title, but it's. Uh, 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 it's the Schwarzenegger one, isn't it? Yeah. God damn it. It's. Uh, uh, God, I can only think of Last Action Hero. But that's that's it. the Bruce Willis. No, that's it. What's the Bruce Willis one? Oh, Last Boy Scout. Yeah. Last action hero. Yeah. One point. <laughs> I can only think of the right title. <laughs> God damn it. I was like, did I write down the wrong okay. All right. Uh, number five. Todd. Uh, Nick Nolte. Uh, Nick Nolte. Uh, in a movie about movies. Okay, give me the next one. Jay Baruchel. Oh shit! Baruchel. Jay Baruchel and Nick Nolte in a movie about movies. That's <laughs> exactly right. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, I don't know. You got Steve Coogan. Okay. Oh, I got it. Tropic Thunder. Tropic ah, Thunder. Ah! One, two, three. God damn it! Oh god damn it! I should have known that out of the gate. Yeah, you're killing me, Arlo. Listen, you're in no danger. All right, are you ready? No. <laughs> Terrence Stamp. Bowfinger. Nice. Wow. One, Boom. two, three, four, five. That was a pull. Jamie Kennedy, Christine Baranski, Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy. Nice. All right. You will not. I know, I know you want to show it to the Laker girls. But you will, but not, you will not show it to the, show Laker, it to the Laker girls. Very, very good. Uh, Todd. David Paymer. David Paymer. Um, uh, okay, give me the next one. Um, hold on. Sorry. I was just checking something because I think he's also number five in another movie. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. David Paymer. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Boogie Nights. 
No. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. That was my guess. Um, um, no, sorry. Phone. That is... Uh, okay. Are you ready for one another? Oh, I can... Now I yeah. can guess? Yeah. Yeah, give me another guess. William H. Macy. Wait. It's not like you... What? This is a, that was tricky. This no. is tricky. And I'm really confused now. Yeah. Do another? Yeah, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. I, I don't. I don't know. Alec Baldwin. Baldwin? Wait. No, I, it's I, called State and Maine. Oh God! Oh, I never would have got yeah. that. I, yeah. crew, thank, go. thank God you I know, don't feel bad. I saw that movie yeah. and forgot about it as Jesus. soon as I did. Straight line. Alec Baldwin uh, is just driving down the road, gets in a terrible car accident, gets out, and he goes, "Well, that happened." <laughs> <laughs> great line reading. Great line. That was a mammoth. Mammoth. That was a mammoth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Todd. Yeah. W. Earl Brown. W. Earl Brown? Mm. I don't know who that is. Bodie Elfman. Okay. Um, Give me another one. Heather Langenkamp. Oh, uh, this would be Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Wes Craven's A New Nightmare. Three points. Nice. Uh, uh, Wes Craven and then Robert England. Right on. All right. Uh, I forgot Bodie Elfman was in that. Yeah, who cares? Uh, Everybody forgot Bodie Elfman. <laughs> Skeleton. Yes. James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. Oh, shit. I know it. God damn it. I think I... Ah. Uh, oh, fuck. It's... Uh... Hmm. I don't know it. God damn it. I think I know what it is. Give me another actor. Delroy Lindo. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm going to take a guess, uh, and I'm going to say get shorty. Get shorty. Nice. Rene Russo, Gene Hackman, yeah. John Travolta. You got a threefer on that. Whew. One, two. Good job. Good pull. Todd. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. This is a tough one. Michelle Forbes. Uh, swimming with yeah. sharks. <gasps> Good God. Wow. That's not a tough one. I don't know who Michelle Forbes is. She's the hot lady in Swimming with Sharks. Yeah. Two, three, four, and, five. Uh, and Jin Roe from Star Trek The Next Generation yeah, and Admiral Kane from Battlestar Galactica. You know, wake the baby. God damn it. Patrick Fischler, Benicio Del Toro, Frank Whaley, Kevin Spacey, Swimming with Sharks. Nice. I'm incredibly... Uh... Wait, who was that? That was me. Oh, that was you, yeah. yeah. Okay, Skelton. Yes. Judy Greer. The ubiquitous okay. nowadays. Yeah, I know. Judy Greer, but... Hmm. Uh, hmm. Movie, movie, about movies. Give me another actor. Steven Tobolowski. <sighs> so far, this sounds like a hilarious movie. <laughs> but, fuck. Tobolowski. Yeah, what's his... Greer. Okay, well, another actor. Tilda Swinton. Huh. Oh. Huh. Wait. Oh, shit. Another actor. Chris Cooper. What? Just give me the clue. Uh, uh, a, a New Yorker writer is asked to... Um, oh, sorry. A um, uh, uh, screenwriter is asked to adapt an unadaptable book. 
Oh, God, adaptation. <laughs> Meryl Streep, adaptation. Jesus. Zero. Okay. Of course. I forgot, I forgot uh, like, Greer and Tobolowski yeah. were in that. Yeah. Okay, Todd? It's, yes, sir. Joanna Cassidy. Joanna Cassidy in a movie about movies. Um, not coming to me. Kathleen Turner. Wait. Kathleen Turner in a movie about movies. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know. Next. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd? Good God. This is so difficult. Damn it. Um, it, God damn it. I, I know I've seen this, but it's not coming to me. What's the next one? Charles Fleischer. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, for, for oh damn it, of course. Please. God. And the last one was Bob Hoskins. Damn it. Kathleen Turner was technically uncredited, but she was Roger yeah. Rabbit. I mean, she was Jessica Rabbit. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skeleton. Yeah. Melora Walters. Hmm. About movies. Movie about a movie starring Melora Walters. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know Melora Walters. Give me another uh, actor. Do you know who that is? Uh, no, actually, I don't. I thought, it was, I thought it was Melora Hardin. Uh, William H. Macy. God damn it. Ah. Uh. See, now I yeah. have to now, yeah. hedge my bets here. What? Because could it, it could be. I'm not going to. Give me another actor. We're, Don Cheadle. We're, Boogie Nights. Yeah. Boogie Nights. Three points. Damn it. That's I was like. You should have gone Is it Boogie Nights? Julianne, Julianne Moore, Burr yeah, Reynolds. Yeah. Boogie yeah. Nights. Okay, Todd. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Corrigan. Kevin Corrigan in a movie about movies. Give me a second. Argo. That's my guess. Argo. For the steel skeleton. Oh, I have to then guess something? No, you can... Oh, uh, I can. So Argo's way shit. wrong. Who was, was the actor? Kevin, Kevin Corrigan. Corrigan. You want another? Yeah. Peter Dinklage. Oh, this is familiar. Um, is it... Uh, is it... Oh, fuck. It's... Give me another actor. Dermot Mulroney. Oh, I can't I can't think of the title. Oh, I didn't even know what this was, I guess. I can't think of the title. It is Career Opportunities. No. no. Don't That's that's a movie about it. No, I know what that movie's about. <laughs> this is is it uh Ah Damn it. You it's want another actor? It this is Oh, why can I only think of Gleaming the Cube? It's, it's, but it's. That's normally the only movie I can think of, too. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> I know what this fucking movie is. It's. Get another name. Give me another name. Catherine Keener. It's, yeah, because it's fucking Keener. It's. God damn it. It's. Oh. This is an indie. This is an all indie movie. It's. Uh, I have it's, no idea. Uh, fucking Buscemi. Buscemi's the last it's one. It's fucking... Is it... Oh. Uh, is it Spanking the Monkey? Living in Oblivion. Yeah, Living in Oblivion! God damn it! 
Sorry. Good movie. Sorry, baby. The baby. Dinklage Jesus. is great. Oh, yeah. goddamn! I was. Right. Oh, I knew it was. I don't know why I was thinking. Okay. Cleaning the cube. Skeleton, oh. it's your turn. I'm so stressed now. I know. It's a stressful thing. Gleaming the Cube is great. Todd. I mean, Skelton. Yes. Penelope Ann Miller. Hmm. This is... It's not the relic. (laughs) (laughs) Give me another actor. James Cromwell. Ooh. The Croms. The Crom. Cromwell. Movie about movies. Tell me another James Cromwell. I could just. Should I take this guess? I guess. Oh, but I can't. Oh, I may be way off. Give me another actor. John Goodman. Hudsucker Proxy. Todd. Damn it. Um. uh, Miller, James Cromwell. John John Goodman. Goodman. Um. I I know this. I know this. I know. I know what this is. And I know what this is. You're like uh William H. You're like Phil Super Hoffman but you're like, I'm so stupid. You know what? You know what I'm not sure. Can I I have one more name? Uh yeah, sure. Two more names. Okay, give me the next name. Bernice Bejo. There you go. That should clear it up. Give me the last name. Jean Dujardin. Are you serious? Yeah. Um Oscar nominated. The artist? Yeah. Mm. Okay. For one. I didn't even know John Goodman was in that. Yeah. I've okay. never seen that show. He was the fat American. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen the artist. Oh, okay. All right. Todd, ready? I like my movies to have sound. It has sound. I thought that was the silent film. It has sound. You're though. a silent film. Well, it has it music. It doesn't have sync dialogue except yeah. for one line. Well, I one like movie. talkings. It, there is, it is a talk. It has one line of dialogue. Todd. Whatever. Greg, Greg Grunberg. Okay, yeah, Greg Grunberg uh, in a movie about movies. Interesting. Um, Got to give me another name. Noah Emmerich. Oh shit! Hasty, Pockmark. Yeah, Noah. I know yeah, both man. these guys, and I don't know what movie this is. Next, Bruce Greenwood. Bruce fucking Greenwood. I love Bruce Greenwood. Ubiquitous Bruce Canadian Bruce Greenwood. Oh, Bruce Greenwood is the best. Adam McGowan's uh, in a movie about movies. I still don't know. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler in a movie about movies. We're getting close to the stars oh, wait. here. What? No. Wait. No. Give me the next, last one. Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning? In a movie about movies. Super 8? Super 8. Oh, nice. Shit, man. I should have put it together with Grunberg. Yeah. He's in all he's all Abrams. Yeah, every J.J. Abrams. 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 God yeah. damn it. And the only person who cast him. Come on. He's like Hector Alizondo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, still. Yeah. Max Casella. Max Casella. Currently in vinyl. Yeah. Give me another. another Jeffrey Jones. Ooh, Casella. Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones. Son of a... Jeffrey Jones. Another actor. Sarah Jessica Parker again. Again, with Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Wait, 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 wait. Sarah Jessica Parker, Jeffrey Jones. Who, what was the very first name? He Max Casella. Max Casella. Oh, this is a crazy Another, one. Another actor. Bill Murray. What? 
Wait a second. <laughs> disappointment. You know what it is. I should have known earlier. And I'm blanking because... I should have known earlier. Do I have any more actors? Uh-huh. Yeah, because I want to really want drive it down so he can't only get, so he can only get one point. You, you, well, you'll, <laughs> you'll get, get it. You'll get you'll it. Martin, Martin Landau. Oh, oh, oh! Fucking uh, uh the Tim Burton. Uh, don't, don't wake the baby. Uh, I don't know, I know what the, the movie baby. is, but I can't think of the title. Alice in Wonderland. Title is. Give <laughs> me the cue. Title is Big Fish. <laughs> uh, it is fuck. I can't. No, I, I'm. Tough. Just give it to Todd. Edward. Edward, god damn it. Okay. Okay, uh, Todd. Yes, yeah, sir. John Polito. Mm, give me another one. John Mahoney. John Polito. Mahoney. John Mahoney. 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 Hit a chair in Fraser. Yeah. Yeah, movie about movies. John Mahoney. Um, next. Michael Lerner. Next. Academy nominated for this. Next. Judy Davis. Judy Davis. Michael Lerner. Um, uh, I don't know. Give I me another one. John Goodman. There you go. There you go. John Goodman. There you go. Movie about movies. Yeah. It's right there. Is that the last name? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Skeleton. Barton Fink. Barton Fink. Oh. Man, John Goodman's been in a lot of movies about movies. Matinee yeah. also, which I didn't know. I was thinking <laughs> matinee, but I knew that was Because there's wrong. no one in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Skelton. Yes. Buck Henry. Oh. F- uh. Uh. Fuck. Um. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna wake the baby. Uh, it's, uh, it's I wasn't Henry. shaking my head because no, uh, I know, I know, because you're out of the gate. You should know this. Shit. No, I, I know, I, uh, I know. It's the title. I can't formulate in my brain head. So that's um, for another name. Uh, it is. No, I, I don't need another name. I know oh, what the okay. fucking movie is. I just, it's, um, it's, uh, um, uh, it's gonna be. Um, <laughs> It's not gonna Damn be anything. It. it is. No, I, my <laughs> brains brain are is, terrible. Yeah, it's so. My brain is so bad. Well, maybe you should ask for another name to shake it loose. You'll no, shake it loose. No, I don't want to shake it loose. I want the fight club. <laughs> you need the fight club. No, that's why I'm trying to. Uh, 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 oh God, it's. I know what it is, and you know what it is. Yeah, it's gleaming the cube. Yeah, I know. All right, we should. We should get. We should. All right, give me another point. Give me their, uh, 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 give, Just me, give me six points. Greta Scotchy. God damn it. Yeah, it's called fuck. <laughs> Greta uh, Scotchy. It is, it is, and then it's because, fuck, I cannot think of this title. Give me another actor. Lyle Lovett. Yes, I've, I know Lyle Lovett is in this movie. Uh, I'm really just, give me another, I just, let me just, give me all the actors so Todd only gets one point. Fred Ward. Yeah, I know Fred Ward's in this. I can't. Uh, I'll give you six. Vincent D'Onofrio. I know, I know everyone in this movie. Tim Robbins. I know Tim Robbins. Julia Roberts. John Cusack. John Cusack. Uh, my brain will not give me the title. I know. It's, an, it's a Robert Altman film. Yeah. Sure. But it, I uh, will not. I cannot get a, the title. Todd. The player. Damn it. This the is player? A... Fucking bullshit. 
That was it. That was your opportunity. <laughs> All right, Todd. This is academic now. Okay. You've, you've yeah, won. He's, you're... How many do we got left? Uh, this is it. Oh. The last one. So oh. unless you have no idea what it is, and then give uh. up and let me have all the points. Yeah, that's right. And then give me you more could, points. That could happen. Mm. <laughs> no, you need way more points. <laughs> Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya in a movie about movies. Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube. Uh, I don't know. Uh, next name. Justin Thoreau. No, no, no. Next name. Robert Forrester. Robert Forrester. What is this? Dan Hedaya. I don't know. Next one. Laura Haring. Herring. Haring. I don't know who that is. Naomi Watts. Oh. 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 I know what this is. King no, Kong? Wait, no, I don't. I don't know. Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive. Oh, Lynch, I never would have got that. Yeah. All right. So uh, the total score is 24 to 14. Whew. Yeah, you got some good, a couple of good polls. I got some couple good, good fivers. fivers. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good job. That was so stressful. Thanks. That's the end of trivia. That was a fun game. And now, you guys, that's the bottom five list. Here are the five worst superheroes in movies. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Number five, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Captain America. He throws a shield. That's it. Yeah, it was pretty lame. Stupid. Number three. This would be controversial, but I don't give a fuck. Superman. Well, now, yeah. Superman's stupid. I don't care. Number two. It's so sad. Now, number two, Storm. <laughs> I hate Storm. Yeah, and number Storm one, sucks. obviously, Arrow Boy himself. <laughs> Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> 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 you guys, there's a little moment of positivity to uh, cleanse the palate after that negativity. And, Hawkeye uh, is such a dingus. He is. <laughs> total dingus. Is it Hawkeye or Jeremy Renner? <laughs> Yo, well, there you go. My um, my moment of, moment of positivity, Where's guys. the dingus end and the dingus begin? <laughs> moment of positivity is that there is none. The movies oh. are over. Oh, oh Good Jesus. Good night. Now... <laughs> Through the increasing clutter, though near impossible to see the light of day, a really good, creative, interesting idea will always come along to change things. Right now, we're just more entrenched uh, than I've ever seen the movie industry in any trend. But trends do come and go, and this just seems like the new order of things, but it is only for now until the multiverses eventually drift towards each other and collapse into a supernova of interesting ideas, let's hope. (laughs) And that's it. All right, you guys. Um, that was uh, that was a, that was a fun podcast. Um, I wanted to thank uh, you guys for listening. Um, I want to thank Adam Blau for um, making our music. He's a, he's a good fella and a great composer. Thank you, Adam. Um, I want to thank um, Stephen J. Skelton. Oh, thank you. I want to thank Todd Robert Anderson. And thank you. I want to thank uh, my baby who slept through this. Thank you, Bernadette. Thank, thank you, you for not waking up, baby. Uh, I want to thank my dog for not barking during thank, this. Thank, thank you, Zoe. Um, I want to give a shout out to my recently deceased cat, Olive. Oh. Thanks for not meowing through this. Oh. <laughs> Ghost. That would have been super creepy. Yeah. Been super creepy. Um, that's it, you guys. Uh, pets are wonderful. Hug them, and because uh, you know. They die. Uh, <laughs> I hope no children are listening to this. I mean, for just now, for just for that. No, just because we're filthy, also. Uh, and uh, on behalf of my myself and these two jokers, we'll see you next time um, on 
the podcast or the Geek Nation web show we do or anything else. Bye. Stay pretty, Charlize. Keep gleaming that cube. <laughs>